Oh, I think we're live. Who are we? I think we're live. Hello, Teenage America. We're busy trying to figure out how TVs work. And it keeps showing the same thing no matter what I set it to. Just trying to share my screen to everyone else. There we go. Now you can see everything. All right. It looks like we're live, ready to roll. You say you say ready. We are live now, so what, there's not much more we can do. So what are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, cheers, first off. Yeah. See yeah. an enterprise connect. Good week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to this guy behind us. We got a He's talking to Australia. You brought me um, crunchies. So we're good with that. It's probably blocking some of the light. There we go. So enterprise connect. I have notes, which I never do for a, on a, a bit of, on a bit of paper as well. well it's a, it's a, <laughs> on an ABI SPL thing I had in my backpack, I flipped around using notes. Um, we have notes for Teams Wednesday. We do not for Teams Fridays. That is a law. There's a rule. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> unless you have something that's totally blowing your mind, let's just talk about the start with the Microsoft keynote. Sure. And then we can bounce from there. Uh, some statistics were shown: five million. Over 5 million PSTN-enabled users in the past 12 months. Does that mean all users or just in the last 12 months, 5 million have been added? That's 5 million added in the 5 million last, added in last yeah. 12 months. So we don't have the full thing. No. 500,000 active Teams Rooms devices as of November. So they said it's growing at a good pace. We're probably at 600,000 by now. 1,900 third-party apps in the Teams store. Uh, for Jimmy Vaughn, they led with Copilot. Copilot, Copilot, Copilot. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to say anything about Copilot that you learned this week or anything new or exciting? Uh, I feel like the big announcement for Copilot came out last week. They did incorporate it into the keynote and they showed off some of the features. I think Nicole spoke to her being uh, testing it basically and building her own PowerPoint with it. But I felt like that wasn't the huge headline for me. It was the, the new teams, really, well, right? Is well, that hold on. Uh, on Copilot, the one thing that I saw new was follow meeting. So when you're double booked uh, on a meeting and your Outlook calendar, there's join and then there's follow going to be added. So you select follow and then the Copilot will just join the meeting for you, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And then when you're done with your primary meeting, it'll just give you the recap of what you've missed so far in that meeting or in the whole meeting. So you, they added. I feel like that, that button should be called skip meeting, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> like follow sounds like you care. Less important meeting. Have they finally added like uh, RSVPing uh, internal or remotely? Did they ever add that? No, it never got to mainstream. Still not there yet. No. This seems like it's also a thing that is on that same mindset of I mean, I'm going to RSVP in person or RSVP virtually. I'm going to RSVP not going to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting. If this works, I mean, like from what you've seen of ChatGPT, if it works as well as it should, it's going to be a genuine option. And then it'll be interesting to see how many people are just like, well, I'll just take the summary. You know? Yeah, like, and nobody's going to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You'll be presenting to nobody, and then yeah. AI will summarize it for you. And hand out all the action items. This meeting yeah. could have been an AI summary. Yeah. And then the final thing on Copilot, before we get into new, new things, and hi, Karsten, and LinkedIn users. Um, uh, use Copilot when joining late to catch up, and you can catch the mood of the meeting. So you're joining 10 minutes late, right? So just whatever. You got you got home late, or you got yeah. to the meeting room late, you got to your PC late. You can ask Copilot, "What have I missed in the last ten to twenty minutes?" And then, what's the mood of the meeting? Is it contentious? Is it friendly? Is it combative? She also uh, showed a uh, give me a pros cons list of the you know I've missed it. There's been a discussion, yeah. and I'll say you know these are the pros for 
launching the product or uh, on time, and this is the, the cons for launching on time. These are the pros for launching the product late that have been discussed in the meeting while you were gone. And that, that was shown mid-meeting, but obviously you could do that after meeting as well. So if you had a really involved conversation and you wanted to get a summary for your report or whatever, you could just ask the AI to summarize the key points, which is really interesting. It was interesting to me that that's like somewhat capturing sentiment, which isn't something that we really leveraged AI to do. So I'm really curious to see what kind of impact that's going to have, honestly. Have lots of angry meetings. Or <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mate. Hola. Uh, okay, so cheers. Biggest excitement, Teams, air quotes, 2.0, because it's not, it is, but it isn't. What's your, Marin, go. Well, the biggest thing for me <laughs> is that. Um, By the way, I like how we introduced ourselves before. I know, sorry. We just assumed everybody knows. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Trusser, a senior technical consultant at Jabra and a uh, one of the hosts of Teams Friday. You are? Tom Arbuthnot. I think everybody that's joined this probably knows. Who knows? <laughs> three, all three are. But no, but you're the, you're the managing director, owner, president, chief. Bottle washer of empowering dot all of the above, yeah, yes. cleaner, cleaner, and owner, okay. <laughs> superstar MVP. Yes, um, and I am Marin Corgan. So I work for Microsoft. I am worldwide channel sales lead for um, Teams Rooms. I'm handling the channel side, all the partners, uh, the fun, where the fun is at. I would say, and yeah. a bright, sparkling star on the Selling Teams Room show every Friday morning. I'm missing 100%. my co-host Jimmy today. Yep. Yes, but if you do not catch this, or if you want to catch another debrief from Jimmy, those that were attending. Uh, via Jomo or Joy of Missing Out virtually. He's got the full recap tomorrow with Michelle Bowman. With Michelle Bowman. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Teams 2.0. 2.0. Is it really 2.0 or what's the I don't know what here? we're calling it, honestly. If that's the new official teams. Term, I, think they, the new I think old Teams is Teams Classic now yeah. and new Teams is just Teams. So yes. the old one gets classic. <laughs> um, for me, I'm always the person that is, I think, uh, feeling like I'm running out of bandwidth or whatever. So I think the performance in general, like improving by that significant of an amount, I think they said it was just doubling or improving the performance, things running faster. Like you cannot. That's where I spend majority of my entire day. Um, the impact that that is going to have on my life is amazing. Uh, but I think the second one that I think is understated, you know, it says one sentence, but so many people took it away, is the ability to navigate between different tenants where, you know, I'm, I'm in three different organizations, chats, and I don't want to have to navigate in and out of each platform to be able to see it. Um, that was a really impactful so announcement as well. The video could be, you know, it's a video, it's marketing. When I go to another tenant, does it spin up another copy of Teams? That's the way it looked to me. Like I would have, they say, in my case, the Jabra Teams here, and I go to the Tap 100, I'd have the Microsoft in a separate. I'd have two copies of Teams. Not really. So, or, so yeah. it's it's more like the mobile client. So they're they're running simultaneously. So so things like push notifications will come through, and that's the big evolution of the experience. It is multi-tenant, multi-account concurrently. Um, it, it, you can still tenant switch as well, but it's not running instances. It's just switching faster than it used to switch, basically. But what the difference is you can run a meeting because you can pop out. Right. The meeting in your primary tenant carries on, and you can switch tenants without, at the moment, it without losing the meeting. Yeah, it cuts the meeting up. So it just, if you think about mobile works, you're getting that kind of experience, but on desktop, basically. Yeah, so they said really quickly, it's faster meeting join, faster app launch, faster installation, less memory, less disk multi-tenant support, and then use Loop to create a collaborative agenda. So here's here's the rest of my notes. <laughs> um, my dog ate my oh, homework, okay. and my laptop, my paper. Yeah. Um, anything there? Loop Loop got a little bit of a call. Has anybody done much with Loop yet? I've 
feel like it's it's sort of the thread behind everything. I don't know that you know necessarily that you're using yeah. loop um, in every case, but it's it's sort of a thread weaving everything together, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm thinking inside our our workflow internally where a loop could be used as far yeah. as um, yeah. sales reps request our time and just goes to an Excel spreadsheet. Can we then loopify that and then make it like a, a visible in our teams? Like have a tab within Teams that way we don't have to change Teams, find the Arctic document. Yeah. We just we're in our Teams channel most of the day anyway, yeah. or even in our chat. And there's there's a tab and then there's here's, the loop component. Here's the big thing: you take that scenario. The thing that's great about loop is is that living document will be the same in email as it is in Teams. So you like living in Teams, your sales rep likes living in email, you're both editing the same live document. It's like a, for the want of a better word, like an iframe into an Excel sheet that's live everywhere. Right. Um, so in the email it'll work, in Teams it'll work, in the Loop app it'll be the same again. Um, it's a bit like, if for anybody that knows Notion, it's that similar concept, but now super embedded to Office 365, which is exciting. Tom, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I don't have, I don't know what this, the Scott Francis is asking, wanted to ask if you heard of any new features for call queues. Uh, so Other than if the SIP announce or no? Uh, no, 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 no. No, so, so, on, so, so the big announcement on call queues and auto attends was just that the, um, you can do the delegated guest um, greeting change. So this has been coming for a while, really big ask, where you can give the local office the ability to change the greeting without having to go raise an admin ticket and get a team's admin to admin to do it. Didn't hear any other features than that, but that's the big one. I think there's more coming with that kind of delegated admin as well. Uh, anything else on Teams, new Teams, Teams uh, Studio? You're, you're, you've got, you've got yeah, the, uh, the, the, the blog, blog announcement. Really? So because there was a lot uh, mentioned on the keynote, but there's even more in the blogs. And I yes. don't have a blog thing other than the things that are important too. There's yeah. a lot that wasn't talked about in the <laughs> keynote. There's so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we, I would say I haven't gone through the blog even in full detail. There's so much to really get through, but it's the flexibility, I think, with the multi-tenant ability. Um, there was uh, collaborative notes in Teams meetings, speaker coach in Teams meetings. Oh, speaker coach. Didn't we have that inside Microsoft a while ago? Because I used it and it was kind of cool. And yeah. then it went away and I forgot it existed and now it's coming back. So clearly they, they took the feedback from the, the, the live test within Microsoft and yeah. tweaked it to bring it back. Um, I think it's all embedded. I, I feel like I've had spirit speaker coach in PowerPoint. Yes, yes, that's been there a long time. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever use it in Teams no. in Microsoft? So the, what it does, it, it is um, after you get off, so you can turn it on, and after you get done with the call, it brings you to a screen where it shows some summary, but then it'll email you, like, you spoke too fast, uh, you need to take more breaks, you spoke at a high level, you spoke at a low level, repetitive you speak language. repetitive yeah. language, you use the word um, or, yeah, repetitive language, um, mm -hmm. so... Um, what else um, was in there is um, so they, they coach you through all that kind of thing so that you can then, oh, wait, I did a demo uh, exercise once in, in an executive leadership kind of thing where you write a speech and you give it to the camera and then watch yourself. And it's amazing. So Not just um, but some people <laughs> often like. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tom, here's what I like about um, well, like you understand, you get or you know, you so, know, so, you know, and you don't know you say that. So, so is another one. Everybody's like, so, so this, so that, yeah. so yeah. So the speaker we all coach, have these yeah. little like crunch words we lean on. Yeah. So I don't know, or I don't know if they pulled it out to co-pilot it, like to large language model it. Yeah. To get know. a bigger whatever, but it's good to see that coming back because. It did give me. I mean, I'm pretty great, so I really didn't need it. <laughs> it was but, just, it was just like everything's fine, Michael. You, correct, you like, carry on doing your thing. Yes, <laughs> five stars out of ten. 
<laughs> well, there's six categories actually. So there's repetitive language, inclusiveness, another good one, pace, um, filler words, which you mentioned. Um, yeah, pace was definitely when you speak too fast, too slow. Yeah, monologue and annotation. I don't know what that means. But, yeah, monologue yeah. is, yeah, you just you spoke for three minutes. No, and, no pauses yeah. for breath of yeah. letting anybody to engage with you. Yeah. yeah. But very cool. And you can, it's private. It doesn't get shared Correct. with everybody. Yeah. Else. This comes so to you. Yep. Don't have to be shy about that. So then there was avatars, which was also in our booth as well. I. That Martin, who's going to be joining us, he's speaking with uh, important people. Yeah. He gave me the run through because I tried it this morning real fast. I'm like, give me my avatar. <laughs> uh, things I learned, there's an uh. Things I learned was you have to install the avatars app from within Teams. So go to the Teams app store, install the avatars app. Then you can create your app, create your avatar, sorry. Then uh, basically at the meeting join screen, you can select effects and avatars, I think it was called. And then you can select an avatar versus your camera. Have you done it yet? I've set up my avatar. I haven't used it in a meeting yet. I I didn't spend enough time really. I don't love my avatar yet. <laughs> I think I think avatars are for like we're all pretty yeah. heavy on video. Yeah. So like it's like why would you swap? So when we don't use video, it gives right. them an extra extra option to engage. So one of my use cases is lunch. There's a meeting at lunchtime. I I think it's rude to see me eating a sandwich and for 20 minutes. So yeah. just avatar it up. I'm here. I'm I'm active. Yeah. I'm not just oh because my mindset is when you when you're on camera and then you don't, you've left the room. <laughs> you're, you're you're gone. You peaced out. Yeah. You've done something, and then when you turn your camera back on, you're gone. This is the way of going. Oh my my food arrived. I'm going to switch to avatar. I'm still here and active. Yeah. yeah. I'm still present, but for for whatever reason, I don't want you to see my real background or, or what I'm doing, yeah. like eating yeah. a giant. Your pizza. avatar is not going to be yeah. putting correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very cool. So yeah, we'll work more on the keynote. I've got the blog up. But. Okay. So then then it go with the calling meeting and devices. So they mentioned Teams yeah. phone was the market leader. Very confidently. I'm not sure what metric, but okay. Like I think that's cloud. PSDN seats. So depending on what, how you measure it, everybody makes right. that argument. But I think, yeah, you can look at where Microsoft are with traction of our phone seats, and it's definitely up there. Uh, Teams phone mobile update. I think that pretty much just said there were a couple new carriers. So that, that's what I got out of it. Yeah, it was just, just an update that it's in market. BT in the UK is still coming, so imminent, but the other markets are all live. Um, hotline phones. Uh, is something you could do in the analog world a, lo a long time ago. Imagine the red phone, you pick it up, and it calls the security desk. Yeah. So right now, if you have a native Teams phone and you don't want to mess with call plans and dial plans, you could you can make it work. Kind of, actually, no, you, no, you, no, have, you to, have to hit a button. Yeah, you have to hit a button. You have to hit a button. Now you can just pick it up, and it immediately the back phone immediately dials yeah. who it needs to. So that's uh, that's just something I think uh, also for warehouses, just you, you you pick it up and then you call the warehouse. Yeah, and like like delivery reception scenarios where they just yeah. says pick up phone yeah. and also yeah. ring. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be security. And then a virtual front desk, interesting. I, as best I understood it, there's a Teams display in the lobby, but your receptionist, whatever, is secure. She's behind the door. And so you walk up, you hit the button on the Teams. I, I walk into the lobby, hit the button. Yeah. It then connects an ad hoc call basically with the receptionist on her Teams display. She can talk to you and then buzz you in. Yeah. It seems like a, you might have one, you know, got multiple offices, but one one person somewhere that's responsible for the, the welcome of all those offices or out of hours. You know, you could have East Coast, West Coast, someone could cover both potentially physically. That's a good call. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hadn't thought about Safety. Geographically, like to your point, safety. Yeah, safety is a good one. Be the, the first line. Yeah, it was live on the booth as well, so it's a, yeah. You know, 
one button and get a nice video experience. They were showing it with a neat frame, which I think is quite a good use case. Yeah, yeah the like neat frame. Vertical yeah. it, and good job, Microsoft supporting your partners. Neat frame was making the call in the Crestron UC10 was receiving yes. the call. Yeah, yeah, I've got a video of that for the blog. <laughs> okay. QR code signing. Oh, but, oh, both of those features are coming next quarter. So they're coming soon. QR code sign-in for hot desking, I think, is massive. Um, yeah. My main friction point is there, there's two. One, you have to go to settings, hot desking. It's kind of hard to discover how to hot desk. And then you literally have to sit there and type in your username and password. Again, maybe two-factor. The way I get this is you break up your phone, take a picture of the QR code. Uh, it asks what app you want to use. You select Teams, the native Teams app you're already signed into. Then magic happens. And then you're signed into your hot desk. Yep. Yeah, the QR code is going to, it'll be a Teams link, so it'll fire off the Teams app and away you go. Like, much like, you know, you see, I assume the same mistakes like Netflix signing, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. correct, QR code on TV, magic signing, off you go. I have not had the opportunity to do any sort of hot desking, but it yeah. is demoed in our booth, which is now, what, closing here in about five to ten minutes. But <laughs> yep. it was in a couple of booths. I think we had it in. Yeah, it was on the Neat, it was on the Neat booth as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Teams Display, isn't it? So any of the Teams Displays will inherit that. Things that make you go, what? There were Cisco certified devices in the Microsoft booth. Hey, everybody, everybody's friends now, Mike. We're all friends. What? Board Pro and Desk Pro are now Microsoft Teams certified. Yeah. So um, I don't know anything about the Board Pro or the Desk Pro. I think the Board Pro is like the neat board or the Yellink, whatever it is, the large yep. all-in-one Surface Hub kind of thingy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the best bow is kind of like a display. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah. Um, we were featured in their keynote as well. So Ilya brought Cisco into our keynote. Correct. And they brought, and they brought in us there, which I did not know was happening and I missed this keynote. So I'm going to have to I go wouldn't back say the, uh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we actually have products in their booth. They have products in ours. So, so this is one Frank Buchholz told me. When did this thing start? Monday? This is Monday, yeah, Tuesday, Monday. Wednesday? Yeah, okay, today. so Sunday, when I was helping set up the driver booth, I saw Frank Buchholz over there, and he told me this, and I more or less kept it quiet. I think I may have shared it with no one, including Tom. Shared it with no one, Frank. Yeah, you're else. Tell nobody except one friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Surface Hub. So the Surface Hub runs something called Windows Team OS. Not Teams, Team OS. And it is a stepchild variant of Windows 10, and they don't update it often, but it is very secure, so it only runs Windows Store apps, and you have Edge that'll get you to things, and that's going away. Windows Surface Hub will now be a Microsoft Teams room, meaning, as we sit here today, running Windows 10 IoT, the same Teams rooms application you see on any Microsoft Teams rooms on Windows. It becomes a the first, essentially, Microsoft Teams rooms on Windows, Board. Yes. Yeah, this is really interesting. So, so obviously, right now, Service Hub, you say, runs the Team OS. You can take a Service Hub and run it with regular Windows. If you want. Correct. That is supported. Uh, yeah, supported yeah. Space. But not many people do that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a legit. It'll run Windows and it will run Win uh, Microsoft Teams on Windows. So it'll be all the features will come at exactly at the same time. It will essentially just be. Windows. You've got two years, two and a half years of like. Yeah, Frank told me 2025 is when the Team OS support will go, yeah, and they'll just yeah. force the new. Yeah, at so that you, point, it'll be some Windows 11 IoT build. Yeah, so you can either run. Yeah, exactly. Or you can still take it to native Windows 11 if you wanted, but there won't be that Windows Team option. I think it's good. A lot of service hubs get run 
basically as Microsoft Teams rooms, but they're not. So they'll get all those features. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens around the apps because obviously you can run UWP apps on Service Hub, but you can't on Teams yeah, Room today. Edge was a great use case because yeah, yeah. before third-party guests joined, but even still today, you can join a BlueJeans meeting by breaking up the Edge in HTML5. Yeah. You can join uh, BlueJeans is announced for Teams uh, Go to Google Meet. Is a, who knows when that's coming to the Microsoft ecosystem? I, I, I guess in two years we'll probably see DJ, great, great, great guest join, have more of those vendors yeah, anyway. Correct. But I, I definitely think some people will be interested to see Teams as a platform, Teams has apps, Teams displays have apps, what's going to happen with Teams rooms, more specifically the boards. That's a good use case, I think, for apps. And then this, I mean, it's, they, they mentioned it, it's obvious, but I hadn't, when they, even when Frank mentioned it, it didn't even, I didn't think of this. All Teams Room certified peripherals will be supported on Service yes. Hub because it's running the Windows yeah, whatever yeah. version of the time. Right now, some do, some don't. It's a messy story. Well, because drivers are a problem on Windows Team OS because you can't install 32, X32 yeah, yeah. or X64 apps yeah. after UWP. That's a big plus. Things like extended mics, I would assume. Yeah, fancy Jabra bars, that kind of thing. Like the Panacast 50, which we are using today. Did you know what the Panacast 50 is a leading sound bar in the industry today? <laughs> Powered by state-of-the-art advanced integer. Yeah. We've only been doing that spiel for three days straight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're doing this from the Jabra Suite, so that's why we're using nice. the Panacast 50. Uh, Marin, something that completely didn't blow your mind is bring your own device in Microsoft and be on your own device management. Right, have you, this have is you the next. Process? This is the next hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> you process. Uh, my mind just kind of like completely flipped upside down. Um, I, you know, you would think that we get like private preview or uh, uh, insinuation. I don't. You might or you might, but I had, I had no idea it was coming. Really did not know that it was coming. And I, you know, when we talk about. Okay, I lied. I had a clue, but I didn't think it was coming now. Yeah. I thought it was something that, because yeah. in Tap 100, there was, there was a meeting. But I thought this was like way future forward. Now maybe this what that meeting yeah. was was way future forward. I was not expecting an announcement like now. Yeah, um, I'm still wrapping my mind around it. I think Tom and I spoke prior to this of so just kind of um, it changes the landscape really. Obviously, we know that there's a lot of rooms out there that are leveraging BYOD. Um, I think it's nice that we're kind of putting our arms around it. The big issue that we talk to customers is I have no idea what my room landscape is because there's no analytics and there's nothing to really give us any view into the usage or anything like that. So I think for us to be able to have some sort of BYOD solution really changes the game completely. Um, it's more of questions on how, because I think initially it was, it was Kreshchuk was on stage. Yeah, um, media, 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 yeah. He did kind of open the door to say, and the other things like displays and blah, 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 where yeah. there's technology where it was like, wait, what are all those other things I want to know? So, yeah, for me, it's really exciting. I think it opens the door to many possibilities. Yeah, and, and, and your, your, your reaction is accurate for a Microsoft employee because when at Microsoft, you're in the Microsoft bubble, and the story is Teams rooms in every room, BYOD is terrible. And so then suddenly that balloon got popped, and it's like BYD is okay, not as good as Teams Room. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait wait a second. How's it? How's it? Okay. Um, This is this is nice to see Microsoft listening to customers, right? Like it's still not going to be the same experience as Teams Room. That's always going to be a premier option. But there are certain rooms where budget constraints, size of room, where BYD is a play. So I think Microsoft's trying to find it, make that as good as it can be, basically. And I thought the Crestron demo was great because Crestron, when, what, what you saw on screen was what looked like a Teams Rooms on Android-like 
visual with a calendar option on the right. Yeah. So it looks kind of like your other conference rooms, but there's like zero team software going on. Yeah. It just crashed around playing nice with Microsoft. Yeah, your laptop. I guess for people that didn't see it, basically, this is like a, a dongle going into a laptop. The laptop is bringing the yeah. compute. There's a low compute Android device that's running the screen. That's the yeah, media. Yeah. In that case, it's wireless. It could be wired. Um, but you're hitting a more aggressive price point for that type of room. So, yeah. Roughly $1,000. I think it'll is that that's Prestron's unit. There'll be yeah. other units in market at other price points. Um, so a couple of things that what's super interesting is that the Crestron reports into Teams Rooms Pro. Yes. You don't have to use Crestron XIO. You can be a Teams Rooms Pro person, and it's boom, there it is in your portal. So one place to look at that. The other part is that dong, uh, I've used dongles previously before, and you plug in the dongle, mass storage device opens, you double click to install the agent. This is agentless. So you plug it in just like any team device. Right? So, yeah. so it's, it's you know, HID, keyboard, mouse, screen, whatever uh, it goes. The other thing, and now we're on to page two of the notes, and I believe I was told this is a new team's requirement, is when you use, when they showed that Crestron Intermediate demo, they hit a team's button, and the presentation section, whatever it's called, stage, yep, stage. of teams, showing your PowerPoint, your shared desktop, whatever, that gets sent over their media to the display and your chat stay private. Yeah, this is this is part of the why BYOD is better in this scenario because BYOD previous to this, you jacked in your laptop and immediately your email showed up on the big Let's, screen. I mean, that's what we're doing here, right? I, I, <laughs> we can see all your chats. Yeah. We see, we, we're seeing the stream yard interface on the big screen just so you guys can yeah, play along some more interesting. We're all friends But here, you so see the whole fine. screen, so if someone were to private message me something yeah, yeah, yeah. that's off, off, you know, not cool, yeah. You guys would see it, whereas in this mode, yeah. you would. Uh, yeah, we can, you wouldn't joke, see my we can joke chats. about that, but that can yeah. be a serious problem if yeah. the wrong person sees the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it does some intelligence about. I'll send the stage to the screen, and I'll keep your desktop on your desktop. Right, um, and that's a Teams only feature. So if I think if you're using a different application, you're going to yeah, it's Teams desktop. is doing that clever stuff. Right, hundred yeah, percent. And that's it. That's my last one. That from the keynote. Okay. Uh, any any other thoughts of this stuff before we dig into the non keynote things? Um, I feel like we hit on a lot of it. Um, there was really just a lot that was not covered um, in the keynote. So we talked about Hub. Yes. Um, I don't think we really got into front row. at all. But I think AI functionality, new feature capability. Um, you know, so elaborate. Do elaborate. Uh, Front row AI feature. No, what, what are we like going I think on? I personally, like, I my favorite part about going to a, a show is to like experience products hands yeah, on first. And so I think that um, you know, there's just a lot of capability. Everybody's excited about ChatGPT and and Copilot being embedded, but I think yeah, but I think that the AI capabilities of all the hardware are starting to come out in a lot of these boots. It was exciting, like that was the top track. And, and I don't think a lot of it was mainstream announcements, but a lot of the development behind the scenes is really incorporating some of it. So, and one of the things I, I, I knew, because I showed this to you yeah. uh, at the ViewSonic booth, but I really didn't know until I saw PrimeView, there was a Microsoft PrimeView job rub the various Bill Crestron event in Tampa. Hi, Martin. Um, was the intelligence that monitors have nowadays? It's no longer just yeah. a dumb screen. The one I showed you from Visonic, it's like it has antenna and not rabbit ears. These are antenna oh, for Bluetooth, for Wi-Fi. Yes. There's a lot of intelligence. So there's actual well, this is Chrome where the, OS the, and whatever the running on these the things. The compute Android device story gets interesting. I don't don't have any insider insight here, yeah. but you can see the logic of 
if you can run that team through BYOD experience in the dongle, you can probably run it in a monitor. Can you Correct. get to a point where you have a, a single mount monitor, you have you know mirror cast or you have a USB C or the dongle or whatever? Exactly, away you go. Yeah, so really interesting future for that one. Stay tuned, see what's coming. Um, a lot of new certified devices this week, right? You well, have... there were some speak some Jabra things, but let's yeah. move on. Okay. <laughs> let's talk Jabra, about Jabra. Jabra yeah. Evolve. Yeah. We're going to make you talk about Jabra, Mark. Oh, God. I got to look up the website with the, with the products are. The 40, the, no, that's some speak to Evolve. I don't know. The 50, uh, 65 Flex, the 50, it's like exam, the 55 and the 40. <laughs> uh, the 40 is wired, is the best I remember. Uh, the 50, I don't know. Look up Jabra.com. I think it's the same. I'm sure it's 65 Flex. The 65 Flex, that's that's the Hero one, two, two wireless charging. Yeah, and you were showing the new Speak 2s. The well, Speak 2s like, have been out for a while. I can yeah. actually talk about those because I've used them. I got this, I've, I got got the, I've got the 75 now. It's really, really it is really very impressive. Yeah. What about the, the new chip set? Android. Oh, the new Android OS. Yeah. We're talking about it. You mean the Microsoft Teams devices ecosystem platform? Yes. Martin, are you familiar Snappy. with the Microsoft Teams <laughs> device? That's a very big Martin. NT-Depth. I'll stop by the, uh, you gave me a good lowdown on it. Yeah, okay, so should I give the lowdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you deserve the, okay, so the time. Okay, so thank you. Buried down in the yesterday's Microsoft it's Tech Community blog, article. Yeah. Well down. I think it it's well done. Isn't it? I th well down, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is a big statement. I think it's a big Microsoft statement that should be amplified higher. Microsoft is a Windows company, right? Even though most of Azure runs Linux servers, that's okay. And they, even though Linux is now a native client on Windows subsystem, that's okay. Uh, Microsoft doubled their toes in Android for the Surface Duo and the Surface Duo 2. Yeah. But that's such a niche device. Nobody uses it. So Microsoft and Android. Okay, there's Teams Rooms on Android, but really they're just using the Android app for the mobile and customizing it. So, and a lot of you here uh, watching are Teams Rooms, uh, Teams Rooms people, and especially Teams Rooms on Android. The, one of the problems facing Teams Rooms is there's fragmentation. So it's annoying, <laughs> even when I was at Microsoft, to say, like, hey, front row on Android is coming next week for Yalink and Neat devices. In two weeks, it's coming for Poly. In three weeks, to Logitech. In four weeks, to EPAWS and audio codes. You're like, why? Like, why? It's just an app. Why, why can't they all be at the same time? So that's one problem. So that's, that's due to fragmentation that every vendor's Android OS needs to support something. And then the vendors have committed to Microsoft. It'll take. We'll have it in six weeks. Yeah, so they all have a slightly different flavor. Yeah, right. oh, it's different chipsets, different flavors yep. of Android. They have to all update their Android. So. And then the other problem is, and being a Jabra employee, we're about to release our first Android Jabra. I, I don't know what it's called. We're calling it Jabra OS. I don't know if that's the official name. If you're an IT security company, how much value would you put into a company that is releasing their first Android in three months? Well, if they're Jabra, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you trust Logitech or Neat or EPAWS or the audio codes there as as secure companies who can manage, maintain, and properly track a secure operating system? Yeah, and that, that's been the that's been the challenge. Is every one of those has to jump through loops in enterprise customers to convince those customers Ooh. that they are serious. About Great. It. And then, are they coding according to security standards? Yes, we say that, but, but do they have a 40-year track record of writing operating systems, and roughly 20 years since the Microsoft uh, the, the the memo came out that we have to do security first. So Microsoft has at least a 20-year history of writing secure operating systems, and we know it's working because governments around the world are using Windows in their most secure environments. So 
Long way to get around to the point of what is Microsoft Teams devices ecosystem platform. Microsoft is writing an Android that will go in Teams devices. So Jabra, we are uh, fortunate to be the first ones to have that. It'll get released later this year. Look for timing. But based on the Qualcomm chip that we're putting in the Panacast 50 video bar system is the is the latest and greatest, which has all those system on chip level security features. I don't know them all. <laughs> I still have to <laughs> learn them. But TPMs and TEE and all this stuff at the Qualcomm chip layer, then Microsoft is going to write using all of that chip level security, then use all of Microsoft's 20 plus years of security operating yeah, system taking the, experience. the Android source, the Android open source project. So like right. everybody takes the Android open source and then they customize it Correct. this weekend. Mm. And Microsoft will be doing that themselves, which they were already doing, like you said, for the mobile device that they right. had, but now they're doing it for rooms. Yeah, so if they've sold 1 million duos, I'm making up a number, there's yeah. how many millions of Teams devices? Yeah. That includes telephones, panels, mm. all of that. Not today, not day one, but over the course of time, looking forward, this could be Microsoft's biggest Android distribution. Oh, uh, I think undoubtedly it will be. Yeah. It's just, just the math to it. Of rooms in it's going to be really interesting for the Android ecosystem because that's been one of the sticking points on Android is the security yeah. conversation. And Correct. Like people, some customers love it, some customers don't. But now getting that Microsoft stamp of approval, like you say, it will be a, a time as people have changed chipsets, <laughs> add that OS. With, uh, within 24 hours... My peers have had conversations with customers in these rooms, in these these quiet, you know, sweet breakout rooms, yeah. where the customer said, well, we're not interested in Android. Um, what if we told you Microsoft is writing the Android and the, the tone of the conversation changed? Oh, really? So Microsoft is going to write it, yes. And it's going to have native support for Intune, Endpoint Manager. And I was talking to a to a peer, um, in the, and he it, just the way he said something blew, blew something open. The problem with Teams rooms, well, the problem with any Teams device is management. Teams Rooms Pro can only see Teams, the Teams activity. It can't see, or at least they're not reporting, they're not showing CPU temperature. Um, it's not showing available disk space. It's not showing drop network packets inherently, kind of, but not at the network yeah. level, just what gets to the stack. If Microsoft is writing the operating system, can't the admin agent now see the entire operating system? So the need to go to, in our case, the Jabra platform to see the whole story, won't that all potentially be in Teams Rooms I mean, Pro? Like and you can see all the way down to the chip level. It feels like on, the some, on some timeline, it's definitely plausible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there is already an agent experience to get Android to work on Teams Rooms Pro, so it right. will just get baked into the OS. So now you put it into the OS, or you, you expand it and say, if you're on the Microsoft Android build, you can now see everything on the, the, other, on the hardware level. The other thing that I'm excited about is the supportability timeline gets interesting because now we're going to know what the chipset is. We know who's responsible right. for the operating system. So previously, <laughs> the vendors had to go to the SOC manufacturer and say, I want an update. And the SOC manufacturer would say, that's a billion pounds for the next version yes. of Android. <laughs> and then they say, no, we don't want to do that. So, so now, I'm, I, I don't have no insider knowledge, but you can see Microsoft's have a relationship now with, with Qualcomm, with, yeah, with the vendor, with the chipset vendor, and with the OS supportability. So, hopefully, we'll see more, more like the Windows story, where Microsoft have a really long timeline for support mm. on these products. Yeah, so that wasn't even in the keynote. No, no, no. <laughs> but I think I think by this conversation, it was yeah. a super techie conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's not keynote material. But no, I think, yeah. key, I think keynote, if you're high level, hey, we're going to write an Android for our devices, Trust, yeah, trusted, maybe. secure, cross-platform, built on. 
you know, Qualcomm state-of-the-art modern security chipsets. Yeah. High, you know, high-performance, low-energy Qualcomm business. Yeah. Yeah. You could say that because they, they did choose to go with the Surface Hub thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Service Hub story landed. That Team OS is gone. Your ability to run apps is going out the window. You're going to run Teams Rooms or install your own version of Windows. I think that didn't land. It was just, hey, they're going to become Teams Rooms devices. I'm like, they already are a Teams Rooms device. Come on. You rebranded the Teams client Teams Rooms like a year ago. So I don't think it landed. Had I not talked to Frank, I don't think it would have landed that, oh, wait, oh. They're throwing Teams OS to the curb. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the reality of Surface Hub, certainly for the customers I work with, People buy it and they talk about doing all the apps and all the things, and then it turns into a, basically a whiteboard and a meeting room device. Yeah. So I think there's not going to be a, such a massive outcry for like changing into Teams Rooms. And I do hear a lot of conversations where people are like, well, why don't I have Front Row on my service app? Like, that's that's yeah. the premier Microsoft experience in Rooms, right. and this is your device. Why yeah. why do I not get this? Um, I think this one uh, good for you from Nate. Um, another announcement, and I, I just point to you. I'm like, CB Martin. <laughs> Um, a user config of emergency locations. We had this in the Skype for Business days, when you had you could you could type in your own address. Yeah. So it's good to see that coming to Teams. So Nate, good call out of another even thing that wasn't uh, keynoted, but a big announcement. with less at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's very old message, mate. Well done. Yeah, I think Corfu's in the. I don't know who called that one out as well. Management of Corfu's. In the, yeah, you're yeah, busy talking to again. someone, not us. So uh, you, you missed that. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch. It, yeah. You're gonna have to watch the video and see what we have to say. <laughs> I'm behind. Yes, you are. Um, any thoughts on OEM developments and different aspect ratios? Any preferences? And um, that's a very geeky question. That's fine. With it's a geeky audience. Don't don't judge people. <laughs> <laughs> I only yeah. Um, so I think this heads towards twenty one by nine. Yeah. I saw more. Row. I saw more twenty one by nine on the floor again. Same at ISE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some new vendors as well showing front row twenty one by nine. So it's it's becoming more prevalent, I think. Yeah, it was a thing I, I uh, heading into the Prime View thing in Tampa. Thanks for attending. The 21 by 9. You weren't missed. <laughs> That's a bigger job. Um, I, so I was looking because there's a front, front row event and Prime View was, had their monitor yeah. there. Actually, in the Docs article, it says they Microsoft recommends 21 by 9 for front row, which I which was like, wait, what? I thought it was 16 by 9, but it worked with 21 by 9. It's 21 by 9 as well. Yeah. If you're doing front row, do 21 by 9. So for uh, development different aspect ratios, I think 21 by 9 for front row, I think. And you guys who have been watching and uh, the, the, the teams is, teams and teams rooms is getting better with 21 by 9 and other gallery views. I don't think that we're there yet, but I think at some point if Microsoft is saying 21 by 9 is for our signature room and it's just a view, it's just a layout. Where's Jimmy? <laughs> Um, the other views will have to adapt to that as well. As far as any preferences, I don't know. I, I, they're so far they all look good. <laughs> like if I can afford one of those monitors, they will look good. Yeah, yeah. we have well, we have front row set up in our booth, and I think that's using is it the Jupiter? Jupiter, Jupiter. Jupiter you're yeah, right. yeah, it is Jupiter in your booth. Um, you know, we had we saw it at Sonic. It was set up there. It's also set up at Apicore. Um The I don't think D10 was 21 by nine, but they had a, a dual screen setup. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, if we were at ISE, same thing. It's it's twenty not twenty one by nine. Is Maxi Hub, another one I saw Max that Hub, like, yeah. Max Hub, yeah, um, they had it. Gosh, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I think the price point is starting to come. That's more competitors coming yeah. to the market. The price point is coming down. There's still a premium. But... There is some issues with twenty one by nine when uh, joining a meeting, a regular uh, just using team rooms regularly. That um, 
the self view is not reflective of what the remote attendee sees because the way it's stretched out, that mm -hmm. there's still some coding from Microsoft to get the uh, the, the resolutions correct for yeah. the self view. Yeah. Because I, I get tested like, man, this looks terrible. And my with my coworkers, like, no, you look great. We've we've already been down this road. The self view is not reflective of what the what the end user what the remote party sees. Um, on a 21 by display. We'll see. I think the, we were previewing the black background again. That's we nice. To, yes. yes which yeah. It looks really good. Um, and then I think in May is when that's supposed to hit, as well as the the changing of chat size, right? Oh, the font one. being larger. Font, yeah. Or you can also change gallery size too. I think that's all in the May-ish time frame. So like wise. 417 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So. Those were the front row updates. Um, and then from a certified device, we also had Polly um, certified with their G, uh, G70? Yeah, the Android. It's an oh, all in one poly. bar for large conference rooms. You're talking about Polly? Sorry, I was reading Sorry. my next question. Polly. <laughs> yeah, yes. Polly 4.0 was, yeah. uh, was announced. Yeah. Which gets them, yeah, the 70 and the 75. Yeah, I think they certified that all that they were showing their, their buds as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of personal devices that certified. I think there's like at least yes. 12 of them in the mix here. Little, little, little buds are different. They've got kind of the little tiny kind of like an iPod, iPod, iPod Air. Very, very yeah. iPod inspired. Yeah, they've got the, the yeah. tail yeah. and they've got a little OLED on there. On their front but they're black, so they look less obnoxious than the, the Apple ones. Which are these <laughs> white things. It's like those like hipster earrings you're wearing or those just overpriced, overrated headphones. Oh, it kind of could be probably both. Uh, while you're waiting, there's a great question that came in. Do you all think, Douglas, do you think that the, the Microsoft owning Android will help the disparity between NTROA and NTROW and get them closer together? The Microsoft story has always been, and it's, there's truth to this, is that Microsoft owns Windows, mm. so it's easier to easier to code to it, easier yeah. to add things to the operating system to support Teams Rooms Windows. Now, Android, let's not forget, was always meant for a personal device, not a shared space device. It was never meant originally to handle dual screens and all this fun stuff in conference rooms. So there is things to be done. However, I think, you know, and this is just a guess, uh, Douglas, I think you're on the right path that owning the operating system makes it easier for them to write extensions necessary to support the things missing in, in Android that Windows has, that at an operating system that Windows has. Yeah, I think so. It's not definitely not an overnight thing, but you're right. There's, there, there's one less conversation there to be Does had. It keep showing my, oh, it keeps showing my name as the only one because uh, we're all in the call together. Let me get rid of that. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry. But yeah. But also the, the chipset vendors will start to see, you know, as this proliferates, the, like those chipset vendors want to that. be the primary device in those rooms, right? So you've got Intel on the, on the Windows side, you've got Qualcomm and others on the Android side. So if they can build some more scenarios for rooms and push more chips, then they'll be happy. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be overnight, but I think Douglas makes a good point. It will definitely get easier. Yeah, because I, I think they, they, they've hit a real, I don't want to say roadblock, but it's apparently a difficult computer science problem to, yeah. co <laughs> <laughs> to, to copy uh, custom backgrounds on Android. Um, the, the way is is like right now, Tom, the challenge is copy a file onto my phone. I just transfer it to you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right. No, we're on a PC yeah. drive and a thumb drive, one drive. There's a million ways to copy a file here. Yeah. It's like, well, I could connect the thumb drive if it has the whatever. And then okay, that's a way to do it, but that's not the way you do it on Teams Rooms Windows. 
you've got SMB and a million other protocols. This you don't really have. I mean, you need an yeah, app to support. Yeah, and then you have to secure the app. Or... You got to support the app, yeah. so it's not quite as easy. So I think now they could write that app, yeah. the the file transfer app that they control, and it's not. It could It'll be, be some variant of OneDrive or something. It'll be really interesting to see if what the timeline is as to which vendors adopt the the new chipset and the OS on what timeline and, and how that affects features. Yeah, and it, to be clear on the Teams thing, I just want to say that my Jabra will be first with Microsoft Android, but not ultimately not the only. No. The other vendors, as they release new products using at least this Qualcomm generation and later, yeah, you guys then have, have the option. You guys to just move. hit the, the timing. We just hit the magic. Well, we yeah. hit the magic window <laughs> yeah. of a new product, same chipset that Microsoft was looking to find a partner to partner with. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, engineers. Yeah. Very cool. It'll also be interesting, like playing devil's advocate, like some of the OEMs do other things with their Android OS. They have other things in place. So do they all want to jump to Microsoft's Android OS will be a question. Yeah, is there a competitive advantage to, like, we control the Android so we can do these things, yeah, whereas yeah, Microsoft yeah. has to be a little generic and yeah. can or, can or won't is, support Is Microsoft's things? Android going to allow you to do the things that maybe a Logic can do where they're, like, flipping between vendors automatically? Or, or or swipe in, too, for camera controls, yeah. things yeah. like that. Is there Will that be open for us to write that, or... Is it going to be like, eh? Well, the other thing that's kind of interesting is just make it a, a skew that has to be a, a Microsoft Teams room skew specific. Right? Yeah. So what? To that point, what I've heard. Oh, this is breaking. Hasn't been mentioned. <laughs> so between all of us, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I should now check to see if this was for public yeah, thing. I, I, I it, I'll, I'll phrase it this way: It raises the issue for Zoom rooms. All vendors support them. It's just an app on Android. To my simple mind, it would seem like you could just run Zoom rooms on top of Microsoft Android and thus have a more secure Zoom room, and everybody wins, including Zoom and the other plugins, Tencent, and the other ones that, that are out there, go to meeting and whatever. This is just an app. I can run Zoom and Teams on my Google phone, just like you can yeah. on the Samsung phone. Like, like Mary said, it'll be interesting to see what the license terms are around that. Is, is Microsoft putting that effort in because they want Teams rooms? They allow. That the OEMs take that and use it as the base for the other systems. Yeah. Yep, it's early days, and uh, I haven't. I'm going to take one of these while I'm pointing at it. I'm going to get my first Jabra video bar system at home tonight, but it'll be on Jabra OS. Uh, the Microsoft one isn't ready for yeah for for dummy testing yet. It's it's the engineers still. Engineering. <laughs> they don't trust you yet, Michael. Yeah, and on, and on the back end, like I just heard that you know Microsoft just enabled Intune like a week ago on Microsoft OS. Android OS, oh, so if, that's if, a long if, way to go still. If for, Microsoft for can make their Android OS and Intune oh. play nice, then life will be good. <laughs> Somebody did bring up a good point. Wouldn't it be awesome since it's a known Microsoft Android OS to just add it as a device filter well, that, that, and conditional access and Intune? Yeah, so instead of having to do Android and device type as poly, you just say if it's Android OS, whatever it's going to end up being called, Windroid. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a winning droid, uh, so Windroid. Then you would it'd be a pull down inside CA policy, so you can just say if it's Windroid, yeah. regardless of manufacturer, it will get. Because really, regardless of manufacturer, it's going to get the same CA and Intune policies. Yeah. If it's a Poly, a Jabra, a Logia, a Neat, you're, we're still going to make. This, this, there's a limited amount of things we can do with CA and Intune, so that it doesn't matter who the manufacturer is. Because now it's like it's Android and a Poly. Of this model number, then we know it's a X30 or whatever. Yeah, I know some security teams that will be super excited to have yeah. Microsoft be accountable for the OS level on those yeah. devices. So, yeah, so those are the things that outside the blog, just speculation of one. Um, 
the Team Drums portal, sitting down to the chipset level, mm -hmm. and um, easier CA and Intune. Fingers crossed that some of that yeah. comes true. Um, yeah, so there was something stronger security for Team Drums devices with Microsoft Defender for endpoints. And two, did you know anything about that? Nope. Right. Well, that was somewhere in the blog. Tom, did that, Tom Martin, did that hear your radar? No, I haven't actually heard much okay. of that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if the, oh, so that's going to be included in Team Dream Pro. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, the endpoint thing? Yeah, that's quite a nice little add -on. Oh, so I think I can, if this is it. So with Team Drums Pro, uh, they were always able to look at the security posture of Team Drums via endpoint manager. But you had to register your endpoint manager to the Microsoft Teams Rooms Pro tenant. So if we're Contoso.com and we have all our endpoints pointing to Contoso.com, if we wanted our Teams Rooms in the Teams Rooms portal, we had to point them to Microsoft.com, not to Contoso. And they always said they were working on being able to have Teams Rooms Pro peek into the Contoso.com endpoint and pull out, like, hey, there's a virus alert on this Teams Rooms port, on this whatever Teams Rooms Windows device. So I think maybe. Does that sound like the thing? That's one something they they were like always work wanting to get towards is you no longer you could register all of your Team Drums devices into Contoso.com and still see it in Team Drums. This Pro. looks that was like the, I'm just the goal. Kicking around as we're talking, it looks like it's the defender for endpoint client. They'll just roll it into the Pro license, so you get that. It's interesting because we've always said Team Drums are an appliance. Don't you know? Don't put third party well, agents on. But I guess it's first party, isn't it? So the official story is you is. Third-party agents are supported on Teams Rooms until they break Teams Rooms, <laughs> right? Until it's like, oh, you installed some utility, it's trashed the performance, it's no longer supported. And Microsoft, well, it was always, it was always down, it was supported, but your responsibility wasn't it? That Correct. Was, that's the line. And so. the and uh, Microsoft only ever tested against Endpoint Manager, of course. Or in what? Yeah, uh, Microsoft Defender. But this might be you good because it might mean that people use things. the Microsoft native and don't bother putting their third parties on, and then. Again, Microsoft are responsible for keeping that performance up. So, is what this is saying? Teams Rooms Pro is adding the the up up level. Yeah, Defender for Endpoint Plan Two will be included in Team Dream Pro. Okay, and then I think that opens up the gate to report into the Pro Portal. Yes, for security for security events. Yeah. A lot of nice things hopefully landing in that Pro Portal. Even just last month, the amount of new updates to the Pro, mm -hmm. um, you know, feature list was exciting. So. Rolling out new ones every single month. Awesome. I think we've covered everything <laughs> at Enterprise Connect in 50 minutes. That's quite impressive. Yeah. There's still so much, honestly. Yeah, and then there's other like... other vendors of interest who announce things that may not be specifically to us, but yeah. um, that are still really cool. But I, I spent most of the time in the booth, so I, I didn't really get to many vendors to see what they had to announce. There was a lot. I got around quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I saw the Lenovo ThinkSmart One uh, yes. in their booth, and that is oh, yeah. all shipping, which is exciting. It's a nice size device, not nearly as big as you would think yeah, it would be. Yeah, we bought that in the Microsoft booth. Yeah. And the screen is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lenovo and has then a, D10, a, right? Was that well, D10 the, is yeah, certified. Yeah, D10 was showing yeah. their team display, I think. So. I, saw, I saw the steel case furniture. It's team certified steel case furniture. Well, they've got it. Only if you've got a pro, you need a pro license. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the tables and chairs. Oh, they, 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 they I did a uh, steel case guy briefly walked by. They, they, they're building a new table design yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for Teams uh, front row. Nice. Yes, and that's I think what we got in the box. Oh, is it the steel case table? Yeah. So I didn't realize that, and then he came and we went through the whole, and they've got a whole portfolio of stuff they're doing for 
signature rooms, which I wasn't aware of. I know they make the the, stand, the roaming stand for Sufi Hub. I didn't realise they'd gone into like, signature team groups finishers. Anything else? Any final thoughts, Tom? Uh, no, I think I think the the big takeaways for me were like obviously the AI stuff, right? That's yeah, going to be yeah. revolutionary to whole industry, but it's going to be over time. But I think the immediate one is the, the BYOD, the new questionnaire media, and what comes of that. That's going to be quite impactful for everybody. And on that, the questionnaire media, the dongle, a few months from now, it'll go, it'll go live. Yeah, uh, they'll have a a non-teams variant next month i think and then the teams variant in two or three months yeah yeah apparently there are 10 teams variant dongles on the planet and christian shot has from microsoft has four of them you know that's first of many vendors to come so yeah. we'll see what martin key takeaways from enterprise connect oh, it's been great seeing people working the booth lots of questions interest in all different areas uh I'm trying to think it's day three we're all struggling a little bit yeah. um i personally really liked the multi-camera environments we haven't seen a whole lot of discussion around center of table Mm-hmm. cameras all that much um, but I did see them in quite a few uh, three different booths this week um, where they were combining center of table camera with front of room camera and that sort of solution was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't the, know the what... cool part about it now yeah. is I'm looking at you not at the camera so with the center of yeah, table it would snap. it's in my face not yeah. the, the yeah. balding spot here well there was apparently in the poly booth which I had not seen in a personal mode setup where there were it was using two cameras and it, oftentimes if you've got a dual monitor setup and maybe you're presenting to a camera here but you're looking at your slides here um so i'm excited to see more yeah, of these poly, multi-camera poly had the face recognition didn't they so yeah. you could as you change monitor they would snap the camera yeah it would snap to a different one so i thought that i'd seen more multi-camera environments um and the way i think it's one beyond right where the the crush on multi-camera environment um is one I, so that's what I'll be looking for at Infocom. A lot more of the furniture, a lot more of the twenty-one by nine, the multi-camera environments, BYOD and more of this BYOD, and more BYOD being announced, more, BYOD. more partners being yeah. announced. Which means we'll probably have Microsoft in a lot of booths, I think, which is exciting. Uh, a lot more people embracing us. Was it one hundred and eighty million users? What was the stat? Two hundred eighty million. Two hundred eighty million. Yeah, two hundred eighty million. Yeah. million. So, MAU, yeah. Which is significant. It is pretty. Sort of a highlight then. <laughs> Two, maybe. Multi account, multi tenant in the new teams. Right. And yeah. also notifications coming from outside the tenant. Uh, and then, yeah, I think like in the keynotes for Microsoft, Cisco in there, Cisco in Microsoft, the demos. I mean, yeah, live demos on stage. Yeah. yeah. And, and for certified products. Yeah. And mine, we talked about, I say it's partially selfish because I work for Jabra, but it's, it's really the message from Microsoft that Android is. Is we're not we're, we're an operating systems company. We're becoming yeah. An, yeah. always been a platform company, but we're, Android is a platform we're we're extending and embracing. Mm-hmm. So Exciting. I think that's huge. All right, I think that's it. Cool. Thanks See, everybody for joining us. Teams Fridays on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll have a proper Teams Fridays next Friday, not in three days, but in like ten days, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sure. I'll be there on time. All right, here we go. Thanks for watching.